Welcome to the Technory Podcast. I'm your host, Scott Katoon. Joining me today, good buddy of mine. He's been on the show several times. In fact, he was on the show before it was the Technory Show. That's how long we've been doing this. Uh, David Arnson, he's the CEO and founder of GetPeanutButter.com. Get peanut butter, peanut butter, whatever the fuck you want to call it. It's amazing. It's something that I need to like use, but... Well, listen, my team is literally sitting in front of me as I record this, so I, I can't say that I'm going to offer peanut butter uh, for a company. But if I could, I would. The idea is this. There's $1.5 trillion in student debt. It's a ridiculous crisis. Behind the scenes, I talk about this with my friends. Pretty much anyone will listen. Um, this is going to be bigger than the housing crisis. It is. It has an impact that's even bigger because the first row of people who get employed have to choose or not choose jobs in order to even pay off their debt. The amount of money, I don't remember, he says it in the show somewhere, but it's like 30% of the population owes more than 30000 and I think the number's actually higher. It's like 70% owes like 48000 It's something nuts. Bottom line is, me personally, I have to be very strategic as an entrepreneur on how much money I pay myself or can pay myself and declare, because that dictates how much money I then owe if I were to be technically, uh, you know, filled out the forms the right way or whatever, which I didn't uh, for other reasons. But it, it has like a major impact. And the impact that it's going to have on the economy is who the hell is going to pay off a, a trillion dollars? Uh, the housing crisis needed a bailout, and I don't even think it was that high. So uh, we're going to need a bailout, folks. And, and my, my friend Trumpy Dumpty here is not the guy who's going to help us out. So there are people who are building technology that will help out. And the main gist is, and you'll want to listen to the show because he gives some tips on how to, how to help yourself out of the trouble that you are in with your, your current financial debt due to student loans. But the genesis is... He's built a software that enables all of your employers, and if they don't offer it, they can call and go to getpeanutbutter.com, and then they can offer it. So you just tell them, I want this, or I quit working here, and they can make contributions as little as $50 a month towards your student debt. Every single employee can sign up. It, you sign up for like, it's literally like 30 seconds you sign up, and then you just go ahead and, and have an employer start contributing towards your debt. And for me personally, I'm 34 and I would do this, but if I were 24, I would much rather have someone hurry up and reduce my debt then invest in a 401k for me. I know that that doesn't make any sense, but it does to me because I want to use my money to invest in other things. I want to use my money to buy a house. I want to use my money to do a lot of stuff. And the faster I get out from debt is the faster I can start investing in new opportunities. And I, I just personally think that like, if I'm a company uh, and I'm trying to hire really young, talented people, I don't want people who are just like, okay, I'm going to plug in and ride this out. I want people who are proactive. I want people who think about the long term. I want people who think about debt, think about money in those terms. And they come to me and negotiate and they say, I want you to help me pay off my debt. And I think it's going to be a gigantic opportunity for every single employer out there who's trying to differentiate themselves in what is a ridiculously packed marketplace for hiring. 50 kids graduate, 49 of those 50 kids have a job in the web. It's 2% uh, 2 unemployment rate among college graduates. But as referenced in the uh, wonderful interview, the Caddyshack kid, Danny, who got to go work at a golf course to pay off his debt. Uh, I hate to tell you this, but if Danny wanted to pay off college debt now in the summer, he has to work for UBS or somewhere, you know, somewhere very ritzy because the debt load is like five times more than what your minimum wage payment would be. So uh, get peanut butter, David Arnson. That is who we talked to. Uh, but before we do that, got to check that inbox. Um, what do we got? Oh, my goodness. This is, this is amazing. Okay, Lego My Ego is the name of the person. I'm going to guess that his mother and father didn't name him that. That's his username. The headline is this, and I'll just let you sit there for a second. Alcohol delivery service for college campuses. How could that go wrong? How could that not go wrong? That's what I'm thinking. 
Uh, for those of you who've been to college, obviously there's parts of the college university area that are dry and therefore they would prohibit this. Um, but if there's a service that had a, a way of making sure that your identity was, was both checked off when you ordered and checked off when you picked up, I don't know, rather than walking down, I went to Marquette and Northwestern, so both were cold as shit, walking down six or seven or eight blocks to get a case of beer and then walking back, a uh, case of beer, three bottles of Bacardi, a case of Diet Coke and a 30 pack of Coors Light, which is a lot to carry. It's all cold and I'm walking downhill, uphill all the way around when I just want to have a drink before I go to the bar. Boy, how easy would it be if I could just go find a service and they just brought the booze that I wanted? I think it's amazing and it's perfect. That said, there are a few problems with this idea. Most of all is the fact that unless somebody picks up and drops his booze off at a college campus and then cards every kid in the room, somebody's going to be liable. Someone's going to drink a shit ton and probably die. And then that company is probably going to go out of business. I'm just saying, I'm not saying. It's, there's a reason that like companies like Weinster that have been on the show and, and, uh, and, and Provi and others who do work in the delivery service do so in a way that is catered to an audience that's like 35 and older and there's less of a likelihood of problems. This is one that like by doing it directly to colleges might be a bit of a problem. So if I were you, just my two cents, I would build this. I, I think it's great. There's no reason not to. Like There's clearly demand here. But I would definitely angle it at, uh, you know, like this is going to sound awful. Tobacco companies did like Joe Camel, and they got in a lot of trouble years later because they were targeting kids. I'm going to go ahead and say that this is one of those you don't want to target. I think you build a service, you make it cool, you build a brand around it, and then from there, you just try to make sure that as many people possible can see it and use it. And then after that, it just, you know, if college kids use it, they use it. But you didn't cater to them. That's my two cents. Anyway, speaking of college kids and college loans, Here's my conversation with David Arnson. David, if you uh, if you know me, if you well, you do know me, but if you, how do I want to put this? If you had access to my mailbox, what you would find is a shit ton of college loans that are, uh, how do I say, being ignored. I I'm so good at it now that I can differentiate between like, will you give us money? Uh, to the booster club versus like, here's your season tickets versus this is a bill and it's been moved over to a collection agency uh, pretty quickly. I don't even have to open it. I just know to grab it and throw it in the garbage because uh, I have right now at this current juncture, no way to continue to grow the business that I need to grow that ultimately gets me out from underneath this pile of debt that I am and pay the debt simultaneously. Cause the way that the system is set up, it is like, if they found out what you make, just like these guys, I mean, I get it. The most, the average person gets a normal job. If they're lucky out of college, they just get a job. But for those in the entrepreneurial world, just because you may make six figures or a certain amount of money doesn't mean you take that and you sit in a savings account or you go like buy your house. Like we take that money and we funnel it into another thing because giving us money is like giving us gasoline. So if you, if you know how much I make and you base how much I pay you based on how much I make, you, you, you basically extinguish any opportunity for me to take leverage. And that's a huge problem. And it's a problem that obviously entrepreneurs suffer from, but it's which is a, a bigger conversation about get peanut butter and, and what you guys do. But on just the maybe even a more like economically normal level, every single person who works for a company who may or may not have dreams of something other than a cubicle jockey, they have to pay this debt back. And it's only getting worse, Scott. And it's all yeah. It's what is one hundred and fifty trillion dollars or something crazy. One point five trillion. One point five trillion. Student debt has become the largest financial asset that our country holds today. So we are going to talk about this in this episode because I can't help myself. But like the last couple times you've been on the show, we have to go into a rant about student debt. But uh, I will. I want to first stay focused as long as is humanly possible. 
I want you to tell us how you solve this problem or, or what necessarily about what you do is so different. Because from my vantage point, what you do, I, I started this off with the conversation about entrepreneurs and I use the word leverage. And if you're an investor, you're a person who deals with this, you understand it's taking money and sort of throwing it on top of things to, to get amplification of return. When you are working for a company, that form of leverage is a contrib- contribution from your employer. It's a contribution from anyone other than you to sort of double the effort that you're giving. And that, to me, is the biggest, most powerful weapon in growing your, your net worth, in growing your savings, or cutting into your debt. And that's the thing that you do. So tell me more about peanut butter. There's a huge war for talent right now, Scott. The unemployment rate for college-educated professionals is approaching 2%. So 49 out of every 50 people that has, has gone to college has a job. Yeah. Yet, these are the people that companies want to hire. So how do employers differentiate? Well, those people that they want to hire as digital marketers, as designers, as um, developers, as salespeople, um, they have student debt. 71% of people who graduate college are entering the workforce with student loans, and most don't pay it off. Many don't pay it off until age 40 or even beyond. So uh, If I told you my number, you'd be like, beyond. It's beyond. <laughs> it's way beyond. It's coming. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. I'm approaching at some point. forty, so yeah, it's it's coming. Um, with with peanut butter, employers utilize our software to equip their employees with the resources they need to manage their student debt, and then many of our clients, most of our clients, contribute toward the repayment of employee student loans. So what that means is that the company has a differentiating benefit, but the employee is now on track. They know when that that her debt repayment horizon is going to. Is, is is going to end they they've got and they've got they're no longer on their own they've got the help of their company so this is and then we're going to talk more about like where you've gone since this started because when it first started it was one of those things where it's an obvious pitch i mean it, it, there's no brainer that i mean let, listen let's dig into like why this is attractive to the potential hiree is if you're 23 or 24 25 i mean it's there's been campaigns forever about like if you invest x dollars at 23 it's like 65 you're worth 5 million or whatever which we'll see after this market but like the the bottom line is i need to have something that is different and can make me more money sooner because younger people are not thinking about when they're 65 they're thinking about when they're 23 and they got to get a wedding ring or whatever the case may be they need to clear up cash now that's the first part the second part is with apps like Robinhood and God forbid we talk about Coinbase and cryptos and things, a lot of younger people, myself included, I actually put money in one fund, which is like a very safe, like an IRA, if you will. And then I set aside like 10% of my money every every month to go into Robinhood so I can play with it because I'm in a position to like see a lot of companies and stocks and kind of know what the trends are. And I'm not alone. There's a lot of kids who do that. And so you as a company offer me a 401k. Yeah, I want it. Profit sharing is probably more so, but like it's not that big a sell and everyone has it anyway. So it's like what, it's almost an expectation. You adding another layer, a layer of peanut butter. If you add that layer on top of it, that actually enables me to, to reduce how much I'm paying and how much I'm, I'm getting dug out by my, by my student loan people. I feel like that's a massive differentiator. Well, that's what companies are seeing is that when they help with student loans, employees are willing to stay as much as 36% longer. So there's a huge payback, not just for the individual, but for the company, they're able to avoid or defer the cost of lost productivity, rehiring and retraining that come along with employee turnover. And that's that's the their ROI right there. So if we go into the, the actual business side of this for a second, and you look at it like when you first started, when I first met you at 1871 working on this, it was one of those things where like you're 
basically pounding the phones, calling companies and saying, this is a service and software I have. I think it would be a tool for you. You could use it. At that point, and I don't mean this in a way where like, as you grow, the opportunity for everyone gets bigger, but like there are different segues in your business that I think have major impacts. That first one is a huge differentiator for any business who chooses it. You're still young enough that like that's a major attraction. The next layer is as you get a little bit bigger and you can start to like take economies of scale with how much money is being contributed and it just starts to grow and you get partners like I know you talk about ADP, like partners that come in and help make this even a bigger snowball. Yeah. If I leave a company and I want to go anywhere, I can transfer my 401k. I can move it around. If the companies that I choose to go to don't offer this, I'm incentivized to stay at my company because it's helped me pay off my loan. I'm a little bit, it's like stickier. It's way stickier than a 401k. And it, it and that will be existent until you get to a point where you're so massive that it's everywhere and then people can transfer the things, in which case the stickiness goes away, but it's still a great tool and you win by that. You're it doesn't the business matter. plan for me. I'm trying. <laughs> it doesn't even matter by then because then, then David's just, he's just chilling on a beach. But I, I just think it's, it's an interesting thing. So when I last talked to you, you were cold calling companies to try to get them to use the software. Now you're starting to build partnerships and, and it's like a bigger thing. What is What does peanut butter look like now? We've continued to work with great employers. So um, here in Chicago, uh, we recently rolled, a, rolled out a program for Mesero Financial. Um, we are, are working with uh, financial services companies across the country. Uh, several different credit unions have come on board because they're interested in um, attracting and retaining retail banking associates, IT professionals, middle managers. Uh, one of them was just profiled in the Washington Post today. Um, their employees talking about just what it means to work for a company that, that has the empathy to see their challenge and to help them along the way. Um, other companies that are, are starting to help with their student loans, uh, we're working with employers in healthcare, um, in technology like Kisui Mobile. Um, others here in Chicago, organizations like uh, Rise Interactive, Upright Law, Medics. Um, the list continues to grow. We're, we're serving employers across the country from as far um, east as Connecticut to as far west as Hawaii. Um, last year, we initiated a partnership with Aflac. We're now d- exclusively distributed by Aflac, uh, recommended to their employer clients. And um, effective uh, the beginning of this week, we have become available on the ADP marketplace. So, Which is gigantic. I mean, like that's, I don't know what their market share is, but it's, it's extremely About a third of all yeah, say, businesses it's, it's be, use I would have guessed 50%, but yeah. Yeah, it's huge. It's massive. And we've always been known uh, for being simple and intuitive, um, even HR departments brag about how easy it is to set up their peanut butter account and roll it out to their employees and how this is the easiest benefit they've ever introduced. Now it's even more simple with the full integration ADP. Which is honestly is yet another thing that's interesting. And obviously you're a a smart man because you've picked your initial customers as people who are hiring people who most likely had a a secondary education. It's college plus for most of them, which means they're going to have higher debt, which means this is even more attractive. So you picked it that way and you start growing it to ADPs of the world. Um, what I think is interesting, and I want to drill deeper into the into the business dynamic here, but like getting my loans reorganized or even being able to pay them, quite frankly, especially after they've been bought and sold five times and I keep getting a letter that now it's Heartland and it was someone else before that, it's a pain in the ass. And if your platform can take care of it and is simple and all I have to do is like acknowledge that I do owe this money and that I'm going to begin paying on it, but I'm paying on it through peanut butter. And I just have to fill out whatever you tell me, and then it's sort of easy to go. You have taken rid of you've you've helped me on the money thing, which is a big deal. But you've like gotten rid of the anxiety of like Jesus, I've got like nine loans because yeah. you know loan providers are incredibly irresponsible, and this is where we are. So I, I think it's really interesting. And then the the part that I'm fascinated about for you is 
the partnerships themselves, how does it work? So like, what is, what is the, you know, how does the mechanism work to where they, the companies contribute and how does it look for the businesses and that sort of thing? Yeah. So let me tell you, tell your audience first about how our platform works and I'll tell you about how yeah. the partnerships work. And you, you outlined it very Today well. Today it's your audience. With, thank Today you. it's your audience. Thank you. Um, with uh, student loan resources, employers give their employees all the tools they need to manage their student debt. So um, you can organize all of your loans in one place, including both your federal and private student debt, receive personalized uh, guidance on money-saving tactics and debt-reducing strategies, um, access our refinancing marketplace, and receive debt counseling options. So everything you need to take charge of your own student loans. And then most companies also elect to contribute toward the repayment of employees' loans. The most common contribution is $50 a month, a month which means the average person with student debt is going to get out of out from under their loans 20% faster with their company's help than they would have on their own. Yep. With our partnerships, um, organizations like ADP are interested in this because they see their clients coming to them asking about how they as an as employers can affect the financial well-being of their workforce. For years companies have helped with retirement and more recently with the, than than pensions with 401 through 401k. Uh, but that's not the only solution. As you mentioned, um, people want to save for the long run, but they also want to pay off their debt. And what many business leaders are only just starting to realize is how burdensome student debt has become. In the last 15 years, it's outpaced disposable income by five times. So it's it's no longer um, you know, Danny from uh, Caddyshack yep. going to work at the golf course to oh, yeah. pay that's off a, his laughable. student loans over the summer. Um, he has to work for UBS now. He has to work for UBS, or he has to work 14 times more minimum wage hours today than he would have then. So imagine 14 of those glass jars with all the coins and all the dollars saved up in them. And that's what, what our partners are seeing is um, they they recognize that companies who are helping their employees get and stay financially well are more focused at work. They choose their they choose companies that to work for companies that help them, and they stay longer. So having a benefit like ours in place um, is productive for the partners that we work with. What do you guys offer or do you offer in the line of like strategy? Like is there, is there, obviously I'm sure you guys have like blogs and toolkits on like ways to do this, but like I'm looking at it now, I'm thinking like, you know, my own team, Sam gets engaged, he's, I don't know, he's 29 or whatever he is and, and like he's going to have to get buy a ring, he's going to have to finance a wedding or whatever part he's responsible for. Uh, I'm assuming that there'll be a kid and there'll be a house yeah. and this is also my story. And so uh, I look at this and I go like, you can't, it, it's not about, like it used to be investing for your future for a saving so you could retire. Now it's like there's that, but then there's also a way to like need to save money to be able to save for a house. And then there's also save money to be able to have a kid and buy a ring. And then there's also, I got to figure out how to reorganize this so that I can pay off my debt. And in the middle, there's like $4 for you. And, and, and like each one of us drawing from different angles. So like the, the savings money, if you're smart, is getting taken out before you see the money. The college one I don't even know what the right answer is. Like I'd say smart is pay it off faster, but like depending on what you want to do, that doesn't work because now you're losing out on your liquidity. And there's just this massive complex thing that we've gotten ourselves into. And what, what can people do with peanut butter to even learn? Is there, is there an opportunity to learn how to manage my life better? Absolutely. The strategy that we offer our clients is, is it falls into two camps. One for you as an employer we're going to help you set up an effective benefit program so that you can retain the great people who are on your team. Um, one of the biggest insights that we share with employers is that 
um, they don't have to contribute a, a, a large amount to their employee student loans. It just has to be enough. Yep. Companies are competing for talent based on whether they offer this benefit at all, not on how much they offer. So most companies start at just $50 a month. And while it's, it's, um, it's material for the employee, it's modest for, from the employer's perspective. Yep. From the employee, once the employee becomes a user, their um, stra the strategy advice that we provide is also two parts. It's first, how do I optimize the loans that I've got so that I can begin saving money today with tactics like um, signing up for direct debit, guiding my loan service around the application of payments? And then how do I save for the long run? Am I in the right repayment plan? Should I consider loan consolidation, um, a different type of a, a graduated payment plan? Should I? Am I a good candidate for loan forgiveness? Should I consider refinancing? Should my I loan? move to Canada? <laughs> like, there there are options. Just run. Just change your name. All that stuff. <laughs> no, it's it's a. I like I said when I first met you. I love the business, and there's no doubt that this grows into something huge. How do you guys profit? Like, what's the model for you guys? Employers pay us. Employers pay you. So the solution that we deliver to employees is financial wellness forward. It's completely free from conflict. Though employees can do things like refinance their student loans, we're not there to sell them loans. We yep. just want them to yes. make the right decision. So employers pay us for a modest fee for use of the software so that we can administer things um, in a simple and efficient way for their employees and for their internal team. Um, when they work with us, they don't have to worry about building a process to enroll employees in this benefit. They don't have to worry about writing all the documentation to protect their interests as a plan sponsor. They don't have to worry about verifying the employee student loans, collecting all that information, keeping it safe and secure, moving the payments around. We handle everything. It's um, it's all software as a service ready to go today. So the question that I would ask of all the questions going on here are how many competitors have hit the marketplace since you started doing this? Because I feel like it's it would be it would be a number. But then when I think about it in actual retrospect, it's like it's not an easy business to you have to know a lot. Well, there's jelly and marshmallow fluff and there's. <laughs> <laughs> they, they're all just following the. Uh, they, they, yeah, they, they, they basically see the awesomeness of the name. <laughs> Did they, are there actual companies? That no, no. I was like, that would be astonishing. <laughs> like, are, do you have a lot of competitors, or, or is it still you just kind of running the show? There's no one who does it the same way as we do. Yep. Um, employers may hear from companies that are lenders. Yeah. And, oh well, yeah, that's a whole different thing. Yeah, yeah. So they come to the company and they say, "Hey, we'll get your employees some new student loans. We'll and help they'll them hate refinance. you forever." They'll hate you forever because your employees are going to give up the opportunity for income-based repayment, deferment, forbearance yeah. that comes along with their federal loans. Those loans are going to be collateralized. Veto will be at so, your doorstep with a bat trying God, to get that God money. God forbid. Yeah. They, everything changes when you refinance into a private loan. Um, and that's why it's important that we're, we're conflict-free. Um, yep. We want to provide the employee the right information so they can make the right decision on managing their existing loans. In some cases, that will... that that that. It's they'll see an advantage for moving into a private loan, um, but we help them understand when that case is. What do you see being so like we talked about before graduating from cold calling to partnerships to like how do you you know like obviously the Zenefits and the Trinet model like where you're able to offer like kind of economies of scale and, and maybe down the road able to help some of these companies contribute more than fifty dollars like there's multiple platitudes of this like where where do you see peanut butter continuing to grow what what is the ultimately like what is the goal at the end. There's a lot of wood to chop on the student loan pile. Oh, yeah. Um, today, we estimate that uh, around 10% of employers are offering student loan assistance, which means the next company that offers this is still going to be different from than the other nine companies on yep. their block or in their industry. This is going to be a differentiator for them. Now, the market trend, it's, it's growing so fast that two, three, four years down the road, 
it's going to be more like half of employers offering this benefit. So it's going to become table stakes. The market is it, dynamics are changing. How we go to market is changing. That's why these partnerships are important to us as a business yep. because it allows us to to get to employers at scale through organizations that they already know, work with, and trust. Um, so our focus is is solely on serving employers. It's on delivering an efficient um, administrative service that um, makes it easy for them to attract and retain talent. We are beginning to see opportunities beyond student debt that can help um, em- help employers attract and retain great people, but we haven't announced anything yet. Yeah, it's, it's funny. I mean, I'm, I'm sure you're always, if you're smart, you're always working on different things to, to continue to add to what you've established, things that you can like pile on top of, like, like even consulting, things like that. But um, I think the, the thing about your business that is interesting is that it is so massive and growing so massively that if you didn't come out with another thing, you might have to come up with differentiators, but if you didn't come out with another thing, there's so much market for you. It, it honestly doesn't, it, does, it almost doesn't matter for, for years as long as you're continuing to, to watch where you're at. The other part that I kind of mentioned in the beginning and now you've sort of proved the case out is just how brilliant the model was choosing to do it as a service for the businesses and not go after people and continue to be an independent third party is the fact that you mentioned it's uh, one out of 10 offer it now and in the future it'll be five out of 10. So you've set the marketplace, you've earned your share of market, and then as the market itself starts to mature, the only me- the only metric that's going to move the lever that's going to get pulled is not actually you, it's them making larger contributions, which only makes the the employee win, because there's no other place to go. Like if if everyone else in the street offers it, then then it's ubiquitous. But then the differentiator between me and him and her is that I, I will pay $100 a month versus $50 a month. Either way, you win. At some you, point, I'll get you there, still, yeah. yeah, the, the students win because they get more con- contribution and you win because you're just continuing to click away market share because you got a great product. And, and I think the companies win too. And that, that's oh, well, the most, yeah, that's a that's the most the important win, part yeah. is that like, there's so many people out there who just feel like they're alone paying off their student debt. Yep. Uh, but the success stories we hear back from employers when they're a part of someone paying off their loans. Like we were not paid for by Walt Disney world, but I literally had somebody tell us that after she paid off her loans, she was going to Walt Disney. Yeah, world. Like, that's how excited people get when they pay off their loans. And it used to be that they were doing it by themselves. Now it's like their company is putting their arm around them. Yep. They're, they're doing a, a toast together here. Cheers to us. Cheers to this accomplishment that we just, just reached in, in paying off your debt. And, and I don't want to sound like Scrooge here, but I'm going to, uh, when I look at the companies, I'm just going to assume here that similar to contributions that there is some sort of, uh, is there a write-off or write-down or tax implication or anything that these companies also get by contributing towards their their, their employees? Or is it looked at, how is that looked at? Student loan repayment is tax deductible like Boom. other business expenses. There so. it is. So now when we go back to the conversation of the companies win too, yeah. uh, ultimately, like I'm not just talking about the deduction, that is of course a win, but in an arms race- there are two things in, in the business world. There are two main things that we're trying to get at, and three if you count like resources and like having free coffee and food at your place, whatever, uh, which that is just everywhere now, uh, is I can pay you do- this dollars or I can save you this many dollars, which is the equivalent of me paying you this many dollars. And for businesses using Get Peanut Butter, they're, they, can, they can pay you more, but they can also make you have more money that goes home because they're contributing to your debt. So you, you're getting a pay raise effectively, but I get to write off that pay raise. Yeah, when we spell that back to our, our clients' employees every month. So the beauty of paying off debt is that you have less principal next month yep. and less, and thus less interest. And then the following month, you have 
even less principal and less interest. So when you pay off debt now, your the accumulated interest savings is huge. So a fifty dollar contribution might actually be like paying off sixty two dollars yeah. because it's saving you both principal and compounded future interest. So our clients' employees get an email every month that says something like, "Hey Scott, uh, Technori just contributed fifty dollars towards your student loans." Um, it's actually worth $62 and avoided principal and compound interest. You're now eight days closer to paying off your student debt. You get that next month, the month after that, the month after that, the month after that. It's a consistent, positive and quantified reminder of why it's great to work here. In addition to this beautiful view. I loved this business like three years ago when we first talked about it and I, and I love it even more today. So congratulations on that. Uh, where do people go to to get, uh, I guess it's getpeanutbutter.com. I just did it for you. <laughs> People can just go there. Uh, before I let you go, we have to do a little thing called Startup Showcase. I'll have you throw on your headphones. We are going to listen to a pitch. Those of you listening uh, can invest in this company and many other companies like it for 100 bucks or less or more. Whatever you can afford with your savings from Get Peanut Butter, you just throw it into investments of startups is what I recommend. Uh, by going to microventures.com and, uh, well, how about a little Startup Showcase? Artistworks is a 10-year-old uh, music e-learning company where masters come to teach online, and they use our innovation of video exchange learning. Uh, we have members in over 80 countries, and we have three U.S. patents on our core technology that is applicable to any visually taught subject that's learned online, not just music. And we also have academic accreditation for grades 9 through 12. So we have created an online learning model where 35 master musicians record everything they know. Specific techniques that they teach um, are the subject of videos that their online students can submit to them, and the teacher evaluates that video and then records an advice and demonstration video reply. That's known as a video exchange, and the video exchange is shown to all of the online students, so now that instruction given to just one person can be applied to everyone's playing and we have over 65,000 of these video exchanges that artist works. To learn about this funding, you can go to microventures.com forward slash artist works. Okay. So just uh, one thing that was left out, of three, she did about $3.5 million in revenue last year doing this. A uh, little recap. The idea here is essentially kind of the virtual classroom for music. We've got companies like this that graduated from Techstars this year, Trala, um, that is similar to this, different spin. Her angle that I think is really interesting is you look at all the colleges and you look, well, not colleges, look at all the elementary schools and things and they're, they're cutting arts and things. Um, and this is a, an alternative to allow masters to be teaching kids and or adults um, how to play certain instruments, but there's a video component. So they actually get to interact back and forth with them. And uh, I don't know, it's an interesting model. So I was just curious, would this be something you would invest in? And if so, why? And would it be something you would not invest in? And if so, why? The traction is impressive. Yep. Uh, intellectual, the protection of the intellectual property um, is important. Uh, the entrepreneur's enthusiasm. Um, there's a lot to like about this business. Um, I'm wondering why they're crowdfunding. What are they going to use the funds for? Yeah, so I think there was a couple pieces. The crowdfunding one, one the raising of capital to continue to grow into market uh, and, and acquire a new market, which just requires marketing. Uh, why crowdfunding versus traditional round is, um, is there a better way to raise money than beginning customer validation at the same time good point point. and so the idea here i think is that uh you know who wants to be like th this is the funny part i asked her about this on the show she called in on the saturday show and the, the question i asked was like who is your customer because I, I know you're telling me it's kids but like in my mind i'm not musically inclined but i have lots of friends who want to do uh like do band gig work on the side and they're fun and they just never really they did you know guitar or drums years ago but they, they haven't done it in years 
And this is a way for them very cheaply to learn or pick up their instrument on their own free time. And I think the only way to get people to like want to do that again is to like remind them of what they could have done. And like that, that, that learning barrier is not going to be as big as you think. It's like language, like any, you know, want to learn a bunch of languages at like 34. I don't know if I have the mental capacity to do that anymore. I'm, I'm dying every day. So, you know, but but you're so much closer to having your student loans paid off. No, I'm no closer. It's it's actually racing further and further and further towards the abyss. But yeah, no, it's a good point. I think the, the crowdfunding, and we talked about this to companies all the time, the crowdfunding thing is really interesting to me at a couple of pieces. If you are just getting started, it's a I think it's a modern friends and family. If you've done $3 million in revenue, why not make your first customers or your next customers investors in the company? Great point. I would love to get, this, get to know this company better. I'm in. Sweet. That's what I like to hear. Yeah. Check out artistworks at microventures.com. Uh, you can look at the term sheet and it's a note and all this other stuff. It's, it's like anything else you've ever seen as an angel, but, um, do you invest in companies on like at all? Or are you just, you just investing in peanut butter? Just in peanut butter. Smart man. Very cool. Thank you so much, David, for coming on the show. Thank you, Scott. Of course. You can learn more about upcoming Technori events and investment opportunities at check. Oh my God. How can I not read my own thing? It's seriously ridiculous. Learn more about upcoming Technori events, investment opportunities, and check out the blog at technori.com. Download the podcast on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. And follow us on social at Technori. You can follow me at Katoon. Boom. That's a wrap.